We here at the Fumbling Four Network take mental health very serious. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you don't like talking on the phone, you can text or start an online chat. Once again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Hey, it's Hi-Fi just coming by to give a huge thank you to our nomad patron, Remington Cloutier, our solo patrons, Cass and Sothana Toasted, our rocker and showstopper patron, Clingster, and our cyber psycho patron, Coffee Bean. You guys are awesome and a whole lot cooler than blitz hello and welcome back to cyberpunk the cyberpunk red live play podcast my name is mark i'll be the referee for this evening and to my right oh shit we're changing it up hi i'm aaron i play the solo and that's enough from him let's move on i'm ariel i play the netrunner firefox finally (laughs) i'm michelle i play debt Dead. Dead. <laughs> she plays I play dead. dick. She plays I, dead. <laughs> dead and did are two different things. Uh, I play Dell the Netrunner. I'm Daniel, and I play Last Rate Lee Medtech. You threw us all yeah. off of our groove. I know. <laughs> I was fine. I just wanted to make sure nobody was going to interrupt me. <laughs> I thought about it. All right. Last we left off, Blitz had made it out of the corporation building. Without having to jump Without out of the fourth floor. Without having to jump floor. off the fourth floor. Um, you guys got back and had a heart-to-heart. And then something happened that broke the group. We lost our dear friend Enigma. R.I.P. Enigma. And because of that, it seems like our Netrunner is walking away for good. Our Solo is still on his warpath. And our Medtech is still indifferent as always. <laughs> so let's jump right back in. Last we left was uh, Firefox was walking away. What are we doing? I'm getting on my bike and I'm driving off. Alrighty. Headed anywhere in particular? Nomad settlement. Okay. <clears throat> so, Blitz hops on his bike and uh, screams off on his bike down the street. <coughs> then I'm going to just say to myself, but out loud, well, I guess that's it then. <coughs> and then I'm going to drive Birch to Enigma's bar. Uh, give me a few hours here. And uh, meet me out in the uh, the settlement, would you? If that's where you're headed, wait for me. I I just I feel like if he does have anything, it should go to you. He <sighs> that kid was like a puppy for to you. Like he he loved you to no end, and I feel like he would want you to have whatever he had in his safe. All right, so you want me to just drop you off and wait for you at the settlement? Yeah, I'll be out there in a few hours as soon as I get everything settled here. Stay safe. I will. They're obviously watching us. Yeah, I feel like that was just a warning because they they could have easily killed you or Blitz or Lacerate or anybody. I feel like they were going to shoot the first person that wasn't you guys. I'm going to bury him out of the settlement. Alrighty, I'll be out there when I can and I'll I'll try to make it for the ceremony if you're going to have one. I'll wait for you. Alright, 
He like taps the hood or the top of the car and walks inside. Do I have Rainbow Bright with me? I thought I was supposed to be going with Aaron because you gave me the yeah. Uh, you told her to go with you. Data slate. So. <laughs> you left me. You're a dick. There's not room for two people on this bike. Yeah, that's not my problem. <laughs> I assumed she, you were going with her because I all I told you, you to do was call call the news. And she gave me the data slate and said, "Give codes and leave." Whoops, wrong thing. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> go back to Code the container seven. anyways mm-hmm. because I want to pick up my stuff. So if I see her out there, like she's just aimlessly walking. Uh, you know, Rainbow Bright. You can come with us. It's there's nothing in here in Night City anymore worthwhile. Well, he left, so yeah, might as well. Okay, so I'm gonna get my possessions and things that I had left at the container, pack them up real quick, and then anything that seems like if Chrome left any equipment or anything behind, he didn't leave much. Like maybe a monitor, but. <clears throat> Anything uh, of importance, he just he left. Okay. He took already. So yeah, just important things, and then throwing him in the car and taking off to the settlement. Okay. With Rainbow Bright. Okay. Well, yeah, you were already in there though. You were in the car with me. I was so. just making sure. We have Lazarate. She just leaves the car and just gets a different car. <laughs> Alrighty, so you guys all drive out to the Nomad Settlement. Um, Blitz, you arrive first. Um, You do notice that they're all a bit on edge because they have an up-armored vehicle coming at them. I'm sure, like... Top speed. Top speed. So, they all have guns trained on you, and as soon as you step out, they kind of, like, relax a bit. Uh, You see Roy walk up to you. He says, uh, what can I do for you? I'm not quite sure yet. Oh? Enigma's dead. Oh. How? Sniper shot. Jesus. Well. Is it getting dangerous in Night City? We're wanted terrorists, Roy. I. We saw the news. Um, it shook some of the guys a bit, um, because they want, they were wondering, actually a lot of us were wondering, you know, how could you let your own guys get shot like that? But then we figured maybe there was no choice in the matter or there was because they sent us the raw footage of of them getting the enigmas getting shot and then we saw the newsreel about how they used the bodies for a prop that's when we kind of figured they gave you no choice in the matter we had a choice oh what was the choice walk away let them take over night city let them take over everything (laughs) and I can't help but think that that's not what any of us would want. Out here on the road, we're um we're a pretty close family, and we have no love for corporations, although we work with them. But that's because we're kind of forced to. I mean, what can you do? When the world's run by corporations. Yeah, I'm... I just feel like, you you know... You were put in a, between a couple hard choices. You know, like a rock and a hard place, so... Oh, it's not going to be very hard from now on. It's just me. Lacerate and Fire are gone. Enigma is dead. Birch is... Fled. Well... Sounds like you guys have a lot of heat on you. Because, I mean, NC, yeah, NCPD's looking for you. I'm sure the Psycho Squad would like a shot at you. Um, you got one of the biggest 
corporations out there on top of you. It's hiding in the shadows, but still. I'm just tired, Roy. So I think I'll take a minute. And I'm just going to walk past him. All right. Your usual shack is available if you want to go sleep. Or whatever. You don't have any broken cars for you to punch this time, so. They fixed all those with the money we got. Yeah. We got all our vehicles running. (laughs) So what's Blitz doing? I think he's going to climb up to his usual spot on top of the shack. And he's going to smoke and just sit there. Okay. Um, About an hour later, Firefox, you see her car come roaring across the desert. I'm going unusually fast. She is top speed across the, across the desert. And she flies in like a dust devil and throws the car in park. What are you doing from there? I'm going to find Roy. He steps out and, you know, he he's kind of the leader now, so he greets everybody that rolls in. But uh, he steps up. And, uh, I thought uh, the two of you left. That's what uh, Blitz told me. And you can clearly see that Blitz's bike is sitting there. That's hard to miss. Can I kick his bike? You can. Um, if you want to knock it over, you're going to have to roll me a... Is there a... Yeah, an athletics check. That motherfucker's heavy as shit. <clears throat> 16. Yeah, you kick it and it's just like... <laughs> oh, well. So I kicked it. So um, Now there's like a dusty footprint on this beautiful black paint. <clears throat> Roy, I... Just have one favor. Well, maybe two. Favors. Yes. Can we, can we stay here the night? We're going to leave in the morning. Yeah, and- it's, I mean, it's no, no problem. The usual shack's okay. open. <clears throat> can I borrow a shovel? Yeah. Do you have him with you? We were told that uh, he got shot. Yeah, I do. And he deserves to be buried out here. Yeah, don't blame me for not burying him. You know, in there. That hellhole, fuck no. He deserves better. I mean, we can. I can have a few of my guys dig a hole for you. Nope, I'm going to. Okay. Alright. I'll bring, uh, I'll have a guy bring a shell for you. <clears throat> um. Obviously, you know, Blitz is here. He's. He can fuck off for all I care. Up on the roof if you wanted to talk to him. Nope. Um, right. Well, I'll let you guys do what you need to do. Um, you guys obviously need a few minutes to uh, <clears throat> unwind. So I'll be in the med bay if you need me. Okay. And somebody brings you a shovel and... Okay, I'm going to go over to where, like... You know, we had buried bodies before and find a place where, you know, I'm not going to just dig up rotting corpses. So, (laughs) you know, like next to it. A clear spot. Yeah, clear spot. And then I'm going to start digging. And I'm just going to keep digging until I get a decent sized hole. So I might be there for a while. Okay. So a few hours goes by and um, you see a like this ragged old box truck come bouncing across the desert and behind the wheel you just see Birch's face like he's got this like look of like how did I stoop so low like kind of look as he <laughs> last rate will be happy like bouncing across the desert on this ragged old box truck <laughs> and he like throws it in park and it kind of like spits and sputters backfires and then just dies and he hops out and he's like, well, um, I, uh, I couldn't quite open the safe. 
but I brought the safe with me. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That's awesome, Birch. Um, the face of the building is going to need slight repairs, but I got it. It's not his building anymore, so I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But um, I'm sorry to whoever's is. Either way, um, yeah, um, it requires an axe because I know someone who has one. No, I tried two crowbars and a, a shovel and a fire axe, a couple guns. It's a pretty sturdy save. No, it requires um, a fingerprint scan. Well, I haven't buried him yet, so... Alrighty. <clears throat> Someone could bring him over. We could open the safe. I'm gonna um, get out of the hole I was digging and then go to my go to my trunk and then get him out and bring him over. Alrighty. So he kind of takes his hand and like places it on the keypad and it like beeps and pops open and I'll start looking through the stuff after we you know take care of business have I dug a decent enough hole yeah okay dug in a nice hole so then I'm gonna take Enigma there place them as gently as I can in the hole um the like you you go or like as you unlock the safe with him um you see the nomads they all like there's about six of them that come bringing a um basically a pine box over okay like a a pine coffin you know like old western style coffin like it's you know crude but works for our dead i appreciate it but uh, so they, you know, lay him down inside, nail the coffin down, and uh, uh, you know, do you? Obviously, you're probably gonna need help, you know, carrying it over there. So you guys carry the coffin over and um, lower it down in with some ropes, and <clears throat> they start. Um, putting the dirt back on top of them. Anybody want to say any words for him at all? Uh, Roy pipes up. Any words? I I didn't know the guy, so I I have no words for him. Enigma, you were a fucking perv. But you were my friend. sucks you had to go this way and I'm sorry that I drug you in this you should be opening your bar soon your club sad excuse for a club anyways it's a, it's fire that's how she shows her love so I hope you I hope you find peace Enigma you weren't really that terrible of a guy Played some funky music for my tastes, but he is a good kid. I uh, owe him about three hundred dollars in alcohol, but not anymore. Tabs so, closed, I guess. I'm gonna tell them to stop covering him. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go in my car and get something. I'm gonna come back. And I'm going to jump down into the hole. Because he's like, in a, you said a coffin thing. Yeah. So I'm going to open the lid and I'm putting a tape recorder. With a tape recording in there with him. Oh. And shutting it back up and then getting back out of the hole. That's my most treasured possession. Ah. It's actually a recording of James, but we never 
got to dive into James, so. So, that's... Well, the... They continue, you know, after that, they continue burying him. And Birch goes over and, like, grabs... There's, like, just a bunch of cred sticks and one data slate in his, uh... Um in his safe and he drags it all out and he's like uh, this data slate has a projector on it um, and it's labeled Firefox okay I'll take it <clears throat> I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna go in the shed by myself Okay. I'm gonna throw a chip on the where they're burying him it's actually the location chip from the very first mission we got. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Alrighty. So yeah, I'm gonna go into the shed and play it. Or, you know. <clears throat> you uh hit play and it projects like you see Enigma's office and he kinda like straightens up and he's like Um <clears throat> This is pretty hard to record because it's, you know, how do you record something when you kind of know you might die? And it's kind of weird. I don't know. It's a weird feeling. But if you're seeing this fire, it means I didn't make it out of the war that we just started. And um, I wish you happiness I wish you the best and I know I I know I wasn't always gonna be that guy for you but thanks for giving me shot after shot it really made me feel like I had somebody to look forward to seeing every time you walk through my door you really were my favorite customer of all time that's why um your uh the bar is yours along with all the credits that are in the safe um Sorry, I just realized Burst just destroyed the entire front end of that goddamn place and now it's your responsibility <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> the uh, the club was all I had after leaving the Midwest. Of course, you know my real name. And as long as you didn't share it, I thank you for keeping that secret. Um, that was one of my bigger shames was my name. I really never liked it. And Boyd never goes far out on the coast like this. Um, so I appreciate everything you've done for me, Fire, and giving me something to look forward to every day. And I I hope you find the happiness that you've been searching for all these years. And he kind of leans forward and, like, how do you shut this thing off? And then it, like, boom. <laughs> so I'm going to take that and go back outside to Birch. Um, what uh, what was that exactly? Well, so it, it's kind of his last will. Oh. And you know the bar that you destroyed. Only the face of it, not too much. Well, I guess it's now mine, so... My bad. And the cred sticks. You can listen to this if you want to. Not that you wouldn't believe me, but... I... I, I believe you. <clears throat> that boy never shut up about you guys. Specifically you. Always talking about you. It was endless and exhausting. That's why I said that. That boy, he 
was infatuated with you. Yeah, but, yeah, he was. He was a. He was a good guy. He really was, in his own weird way. Yeah, he. He tried his best. He tried to make an honest living. In a dishonest city. Where are the cred sticks? Uh, they're right here, and he pulls them out of one of his pockets. I'm gonna check them. Um, he had 15,000 left in the safe. Really, Enigma, that's all you left me? I mean, he lost a lot of money helping out, helping you guys out. We all lost a lot of money on this venture. Well, here, I'm gonna give it back to him. I don't need it. Buy something other than that. How about I buy that box truck off of you for 15000 How about that? That thing, I stole it from that junkyard that you guys were dealing with. Just take it. Okay. All right. All right. Lacerate. Yes. You have acquired a box truck. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, um, I'm getting drunk tonight. And I don't even know if it's day or not. I'm going... It's sundown. Oh, okay. I am going and acquiring alcohol from somewhere. And heavily drinking myself into a stupor. Blitz! Get your ass down here! Right now, boy! I'm not gonna move from my perch. Do you want me to have one of these guys shoot you down? I, uh, I did also roll a 16 to hear what was going on in the building. Not quite. The walls are just a bit too thick, and you could hear mumbling, but... I could hear them all talking, though, right? What? Them all talking to each other. Oh, yeah. Well, they were talking yeah. out in the open, yeah. yeah. But she went into the shack to uh, listen in private to that message, so... Yeah, okay. No, I'm if just that's what you were trying out. to listen to... Yeah, that message was you what could I was hear, trying to listen to. You could hear mumbling, but you couldn't discern what the hell was being said. All you could hear was his voice... In a lower tone that you're not exactly like, like I'm not used to him talking that low, but <clears throat> yeah, I'm still not moving. <laughs> God damn it, Blitz! You're gonna make me climb up there, motherfucker! Anyway, and he starts like climbing up these stairs and like, like hops up on the roof and it's like, motherfucker, you make me climb one more set of stairs. I'm gonna rip your non-mustache off next time you grow one. <clears throat> Listen. Listen good. I know I've always tried to be a... He said listen. Listen, Linda. I know I've always tried to be a, a mentor to you and try to guide you in the right way. Despite my half-ass shady dealings. But... I've always seen uh, a fire behind you, but you've gone full-on wildfire, out of control, man. If you honestly think you can storm that building and survive, you're crazy. It's a suicide mission. Complete suicide mission. That and Firefox, she really wants you to go with her. She really wants you to. If you can't see that, then you really are a young, dumb kid. I've seen that look in several women's eyes. And I thought, just like you, I don't need anybody. And I regret every single fucking second of not taking that opportunity to go with my happiness rather than the eddies and everything that I was shown right then and there. I, I mean, I regret a lot of things in my lifetime. Most of it being the fact that I never took the opportunity to chase after a woman that left my life and follow her to where she was going when she told me to leave too. <clears throat> and that's something that like, you know, even if you storm that building and with your dying breath and you will die, man, that, that city is dangerous for you guys right now, especially you. The way you are, you're not thinking straight. You just have vengeance on your mind. And I know that old fuck is an asshole, but he'll get what's coming to him for sure. I'm, I'm sure of that. 
You know, it, it all comes around, man, in a big circle. It's like the, what, the karma, you know, what the energy you put off. And I don't know, I've read a few fucking books in my time, but, <clears throat> you know, what what you, the energy you put out in the world, you know, it, it gets served right back at you. Is there a point to this story? The point is, don't listen to your brain that's thinking, kill, kill, kill. And he's going to poke you in the chest. And he's like, listen to your heart, damn it. And listen to what it's saying about what she said to you back at that container. She loves you. And I'm sure for her, that's not something easy for her to say. And you just brushed it off like it was nothing. She opened up to you and you slammed the door. To me, that's the biggest moronic thing you've ever done. And that tops the time you tried to raid that encampment with all them fucking gangers with nothing but that goddamn sword of yours. And you got shot three times and someone had to patch you up. So all I'm saying is God damn it, think for once. Now if you don't mind, I'm gonna fucking climb off this goddamn building. Motherfucking stairs! And he's gonna storm off. I'm just gonna keep sitting there until dark falls. Okay. Uh, sun goes down. It's a couple hours past sundown. Um, by now, Firefox is getting very drunk. What's Lacerate up to? What's the other two companions up to? Up to? Is it close to meal time? Yes. I'm gonna get me some food and I will acquire some for Firefox. Okay. And then just put it in front of her. I'm not gonna be like, here's your food. I just she can eat on her own. Yeah, I imagine her like sitting on like the trunk of her car and just with like a fifth in her hand chugging it. Not chugging it all at once, obviously, but taking some drinks from it here and there. So I'm going to just try and casually just take the bottle and exchange it for the plate of food. <laughs> Am I going to get that back, Lacerate? After you eat your daily food. <sighs> so I'll, I'll eat. You know what? I'll eat. Okay. Then eventually I'll give her back the bottle after I take the plate back. Alrighty. I should just throw it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Dump it out. Whatever. What about uh, what about our Nutrunner Dell? I'm just sitting out there, kind of quietly keeping her company. Just kind of make sure she doesn't do anything stupid. Yeah. I'm just like sitting there drinking and like staring up at the stars, if there are any, because you know clouds. So I don't know. So yep, that's what I'm doing. All right. Blitz. It's dinner time. It's been a couple hours. I'm going to wait till everyone is preoccupied with dinner. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go out because I'm sure it's pitch pretty pretty dark out there. Yeah. I'm going to go out to where they buried him. And I'm just going to sit down on the ground. I'm not going to be stealthy about it either. Okay. And I'm just going to stare at the freshly dug patch of dirt. You know, it's your fault. We're in we're in this mess. And it's it's your fault that I had to do everything. And it's your fucking fault that I don't know what to do anymore. It's just like it's your fucking fault that I'm about to make the stupidest fucking decision of my life. And I'm going to take my katana and I'm going to stab it in the ground where he's buried. The fuck are you doing? I'm like, it's like six feet. <laughs> no, but I'm drunk as fuck right now, like right by you. So now she's going to fight you. I'm like, stor- I like go off of the car. And start storming up to I'm you. I'm gonna follow. Jerry, Jerry, 
Jerry, Jerry. I didn't like jab it in. Let's be very clear on this. I just kind of stuck it. Motherfucker! Motherfucker! I know, I stuck it in so it's like a headstone kind of deal. I was waiting for the ghost of Enigma, like Gaston, to appear. (laughs) What What the the hell are you doing stabbing my fucking shit anyway? It's the wrong voice. Anyway. (laughs) I was like, isn't that (laughs) Gaston? Gaston. What the fuck are you doing? He's dead. And then you blame him for shit that's your fault because, you know, once again, your choice. And then you fucking stab him. I didn't stab him. It's- yeah, you did. <laughs> I, th- I, think he was, I think he was trying to make a headstone with whatever he had. What? Yeah, yeah after, it- you, after you look, he didn't stab, like, where he was. He stabs, like, at the head of the grave, like, where... A headstone would be, like a marker would be. And then she kind of sits there and like looks like she's contemplating really hard because you know she's drunk. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you're still an asshole for blaming him for shit. It is his fault. No, it's your fault for taking the job. It's my fault for taking the job, and it's Lacerate's fault for taking the job. He just offered it. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? Not even involved in the conversation. I'm being blamed for shit. You oversimplify so many things, and that's part of your problem. Wow. Okay. You constantly want it to be somebody else's fault. I just said it was my fault, dumbass. <laughs> it's my fault the plan doesn't isn't right. It's my fault. When you're the one that makes the plans, yeah. Stop trying to push your problems off on everyone else. That's what you do. Oh, it didn't go my way, but it's not my fault. But I'm going to say it's Firefox's fault. Are you really going to sit here and fucking lecture me again when you clearly don't give a flying fuck? I do give a fuck. She's not flying. She's not flying. She's not flying. (laughs) It's more just cruising at the moment. You just constantly want to be a bitch. <laughs> Do you know why I'm such a bitch? No, no, no. All the time? You shut up for five minutes. You shut up. Oh, and shit. I get to ask you a fucking question. Oh my god. Why? Why? I'm like looking at a non existent clock. <laughs> Making hand gestures like I can't talk because. Just Five minutes. Sarcastic very well. <laughs> no, she's also being sarcastic. Fine. Then that answers every... What do you mean why? Why what? Why what? What question could I possibly ask that can be summed up with the answer with the question why? A lot. I'm drunk right now, Blitz. Can you just give me a bone, please? That sounded <laughs> awful. Give me. Can you just bone me? Guys, we're, uh, we're going to need a shack for a while. <laughs> if I have to spell it out for you, then I don't think. I'm just not going to. Oh, my God. My brain can't function right now. Okay. Why? Why what? Why do I love you? Because I do. That's not an answer. Yeah, it is. Because from day one, I thought you were this annoying asshole, but you grew on me. You fucking grew on me. And then your fucking ideology in the beginning, you know, I hated it. But the more we kept doing it, the more I'm like, well, yeah, you know what? You're right. I lost my way a long time ago. Getting my heart broken several times over all the people that I've loved dying in front of me. I'm just going to give her that look like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. You ask me why and I'm telling you the answer. OK, because that's why I'm a bitch. But. Fuck you. Just fuck you. You clearly don't give a shit about me. So I'm taking my fifth. And I'm walking back to my fucking car. I'm going to sit down all angry-like on my trunk and start downing the fifth instead of just taking drinks of it. 
<laughs> fucking rainbow bright. Just uh, no, never mind. Not, mm, not gonna say shit. Nope. I'm. Mm -mm. So I'm gonna march up to her. Oh, Leave me alone. I'm drinking. All the bullets that I took, all the times that I threw my life on the line, the building that I took for you, I didn't care about you. Wow, thanks. Insert sarcasm. Please, please. Yeah, because you just said, like, I don't care about you. She's drunk right now, so... Do you still understand sarcasm when you're drunk? <laughs> Have you met a drunk person before? <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty 50-50 on understanding sarcasm. <laughs> okay, I cannot fathom that her, as big of a bitch as she is, doesn't understand sarcasm wow. when intoxicated. Maybe wow. she's an unsarcastic <laughs> drunk. Anyway, can I get back to my role play? Yeah. No. <laughs> I get it, Blitz. I get it. You don't care. And I do. That's why I'm leaving. Yeah, because I took a building for Lacerate. I took bullets for Lacerate. You just said you I also don't threw care. my name to the wind for Lacerate. You save people, Blitz. That's what you did in the beginning. That was your whole thing. You saved people. So when I had okay, the opportunity. Okay, so you save me? I'm just another person. You are so hellbent on being right. Always. Would you just tell her you love her back already? <laughs> Jesus. You just keep your fucking mouth out of this. Hey, you do keep. Both of you just. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> She said, I love you. And you're just trying to be like, bah, 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 bah. just say you fucking love her already. <laughs> what? Instead of saying, I took a building for you. I will stab you. I, don't I will give a shit stab you moment. repeatedly. You, you don't have your katana. It's currently. In yeah. the I will go get it. <laughs> I'll be right back to stab your ass. <laughs> Wait right there. You keep saying, I took a building for you. I took a building for you. Just tell her you fucking love her already so we can move on from this. Goddamn petty screaming bullshit. <laughs> she started it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> she loves you. What do you say? If you say building, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. I so, say we paid you to do a job, not to interfere. Well, apparently in it's babysitting two screaming people. Cause no matter where we go, that's what, it, that's all that fucking happens. <laughs> yeah, you go, Rainbow Bright. Besides someone getting shot, I have just everywhere we've gone to sat here and listened to you two bicker. Just fucking tell her you love her already. I know it. They know it. Don't she just a, wants to fucking hear. Shut up. Don't you have a phone that, call to make? Uh, no, I already did it. Ah. She did in the car right here. Ha. I already did it. So, Mr. Well, I took a building for you. What have you got to say for yourself? I'm not sure. Jesus. No, I'm not sure if I could love a person that constantly wants to be right. That constantly has to tell me how a bitch of a piece of shit I am. I'm not sure. Have you ever listened to yourself? I was going to say, what the fuck? See what I mean? It's real life. <laughs> it's real life. <laughs> you both do it. So you figure out what the fuck you want and why, and you let me know. Okay, I you want you to come with us. Why? Why when you hate me so much? I, oh my Never God. said I hated you. I said the complete opposite of hate. But you didn't show it. <gasps> well, so... You're... When you left me in the okay, dust... Hold on, because I'm, no. I'm about really to do something. Um, he's... <laughs> Are you standing like in front of me or like beside the trunk? Because I'm sitting on the trunk right now. Don't make this harder than it is here. <laughs> Not really in front of it. In front of you. Okay, well, I'm going to jump down and I'm kissing you. <gasps> this magic moment. <laughs> <clears throat> Blitz, what do you do? I have no choice. I have to take the kiss for at least five minutes. That's how any romance movie works. Alright. You could have slapped her. I'm gonna use martial arts to deflect the kiss. Hapow! <laughs> no! <laughs> That's cooties! 
Dad says I can't do that. <laughs> so Blitz, what does Blitz do? Like, cause you can push me away or something. Yeah. What does he do? In we that already moment? discussed in any romance movie, you have to oh wait five minutes. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna walk away as the as the kiss continues on for five minutes because <laughs> this is just getting awkward. Well, like, it depends. Point. Are you kissing me back? Yeah. Are you? Because I'm not gonna stand there for five minutes being the only one kissing. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> and she's all like, and she vomits into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> she is oh, very drunk. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna kiss her back, but I'm gonna wait to the end, and then I'm gonna look at her and go, "You taste like alcohol." I'm turning I back should. around I and coming. I drank a fifth. <laughs> Did that tell you all you need to know? That's how I feel. Yeah. Come with us. Let me think about it. Okay. <clears throat> so then I'm going to go up to Rainbow Bright. Uh-oh. Are you going to kiss her? No, what? No. <laughs> I, just, I don't even know you. He's going to test the waters. <laughs> Let me kiss you. T- hey, I got to nope. kiss you real nope, quick to see to see which one I like better. Nope. Then he comes to, <laughs> comes to Lacerate, too. Yeah. Lacerate, I got to kiss you. What? Why? I got to see which one I like better. I gotta, I, I'm testing something. I'm testing something. Because I'm going to walk up to Dell. I'm going to tap you on the shoulder. Yeah. When's the news crew going to be here? In the morning. Tell them to meet me by Enigma's grave. I need you to call them and let them know that they have the story of a lifetime. As long as they make me the deal that they don't air it until after an hour after it's recorded. And the information they're given is better be somebody you can fucking trust. I'll take care. It goes directly to the NCPD. And it goes directly to the mayor's office. All right. That way there's no chance of corruption. I can do that. I can have it done. I promise. By the way. Good job. Fuck you. (laughs) Also, I hope you know, you work for me now. The fuck? Uh, Not without her permission, my boss. Yeah, I was the one that paid her. Bitch! (laughs) I'm just gonna sit back on the trunk and I've already downed my fifth, so I'm just staring at the stars or clouds, whatever it is tonight. Could I have been sitting in the car the whole time? (laughs) In the car? Yeah. Yes! Why? It's just just awkward to be like, that way I got the awkward, like, well, that was awkward. This is like, it's going on right behind you and you're just like, this is awkward. You're like looking at the rear view mirror at it. Like. <laughs> yes. well, All right. So the night passes. Um, Firefox passes out on the trunk of the car. Um, Blitz, I'm sure, goes and sleeps in the shack. And everybody else finds somewhere comfortable to sleep. And in the morning, um, bright and early... Um, Roy awakens all of you and says, hey, the news crew's here already. As soon as they heard, apparently they're chomping at the bit to get the story of the century. So I'm going to walk out and walk directly up to the there's I guess the anchor woman, anchor man? uh, Cameraman. Cameraman, okay. Um, reporter, uh, a field reporter, mm-hmm. and like somebody that like is on standby for technical shit. So there's three do three people there. So I'm gonna walk up to them, and I'm gonna hand to the reporter a data disc. What's this? Absolutely everything you're gonna need about the story. Okay. This is the information you're gonna need to take to the mayor and NCPD. All right, I I actually have the mayor's ear directly, so. Beautiful. Are you ready to record? Yeah, we've been ready since we got here. So I'm gonna like look where Rollacerate and Firefox are standing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wave them over. We're supposed to meet you by a, a grave of some kind. Yeah, I'll take you there. Alrighty. Yes. Don't you step on it. Gas no. mask on. Well, be respectful. So the reporter like raises a microphone and like nods to the camera guy, 
And as soon as you guys get to the grave, it says, <clears throat> is this where we're shooting? Mm-hmm. It's a perfect background. Anyway, so we're, we're ready to go whenever you are. So the camera clicks on. And he's like, <clears throat> I'm standing at a nomad encampment. Ready to accept some kind of information given to me by a figure that people know amongst our community as a terrorist. But apparently there's a parallel to the story that puts a whole new twist on the information that we've been receiving the past two days. He like holds the microphone up to you. Cyprus. If you're watching this, which I guarantee you will be, you're going to realize three things. Number one, you made a crucial error when you made our story public. Number two, you didn't check the books as much as you should have. And number three, you're a very messy boy. You see, the lovely people of Night City have been told for the last few months that we're a terrorist organization intent on completely downsizing and eradicating corporations. That's not quite right. I guess you could call us a terrorist organization, but what we're really dead set on is keeping Night City free. We've done some things that we aren't terribly proud of and made some mistakes and lost a lot of good people as I'm going to look back towards the grave in the pursuit of this. But we continue to pursue it in the hopes that the people of Night City could continue to remain free. What we have here is a gentleman who goes by the name Cyprus who works for third-party organizations dead set on bringing Miltech back into Night City. What I have handed to several individuals is a data disk containing all the information needed to not only prove our story true, but also arrest all individuals involved in this operation. And exactly, um, how did you come across this information exactly? I did what I do best. And that would be? I took it. Alrighty. That's very interesting news. Well, um, we're going to wrap this story up and there will be more in the near future. And the camera cuts out and says, you're 100% sure on all this. Like, I'm not walking into some kind of, like, shitty news story that makes no sense whatsoever. And I'm going to, I'm not going to go anywhere with it. But you're guaranteed this, guaranteed this is the lead of the century. Because Militech, back in Nice City, <laughs> that's a pretty tall order. There's been He's a- not lying pretty shady guy asking a lot of questions about Militech as well. Claims to be a news reporter himself. <clears throat> but, um... Alright, well, um... I understand the deal is not an hour, not till an hour from now that this information is to go live. And it goes across every station. Oh, yeah, of course. We're, a, we're an independent uh, news source so we kind of sell our information we break it first on our site and then from our sources and then we sell it to the rest of everybody uh chomping at the bit that's how that's how we work so it'll be live on our feed for five minutes and then everybody else will have a hold of it after that and if it's something like this then they're gonna want it in fact, you guys made me a lot of money off this story. As long as it's 100% accurate, I can see myself making a lot of money in the future off of following it, the leads and stuff. 
Well, thank you for your time. Well, thank you. Um, we'll definitely, uh, uh, definitely get this information out there. And they clamor back into their little uh, news van, and it kind of zooms off. Fire, you still got that uh, hard drive? <laughs> yep. Can I see it? <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to go in my car. I'm going to get underneath my seat, the driver's seat. Pull it down. Here you go. We talked about this as specifically just information like history. And yeah. I'm going to take it and I'm going to put an entire clip into it. Destroy it? Mm-hmm. Okay. It, I mean, with the first bullet, it kind of busts in half. And every bullet after that just kind of turns it into small, tiny little pieces. Does he hit it, though? <laughs> I don't know. Roll me a... Oh, um, my God. This poetic me. ending ruined because I can't hit. Spend your luck. I haven't spent luck this entire game. I'm going to spend all of my luck for this. So I got a 20. You hit. <laughs> oh, darn. That was a 21. Sorry. <laughs> DB was a little hard. Sorry. <clears throat> I thought there was an assault rifle. Assault rifle is DB 17. Zero to say. Just would have made yeah. it. <laughs> so I'm going to empty the entire clip into this thing. I'm going to reload it and empty a second clip into this thing. Okay. And when I'm sure it's completely destroyed, I'm going to look up the Firefox and lacerate. So. You feel better? Boss wash? Sounds good to me. You coming too? Well, yeah. She's my boss. Well, I guess there's only one thing left for you guys to do. And Birch walks up to you guys. And he's like, I've been working on all morning getting it divvied up. And he holds out three cred sticks for you guys with your names, like, labeled on them. Here you go. I'm going to check mine. How much is it? It's $200 million a piece. Holy fuck balls. Job well done, Firefox. You guys took Night City for all it was worth. And uh, the bad guys, I'm sure, are going to get arrested after all that information starts hitting and investigation starts. Um, I know a few people that are going to be happy to see Militech getting booted out of the city once again. <clears throat> but uh, I'll see you guys around. I'm headed to Florida. Or whatever hey, it's called in the future. Birch? Yeah. I'm going to hand him a credit stick. You said we got 200 million, right? Yeah. So I'm going to hand him half a million at ease on a credit stick. I paid back my debt. Just so you were all clear, I don't know you shit. <laughs> Fire's gonna smile like a genuine smile. Damn, I was hoping to hold that over your head for a while. Make Never again. For it. Right, That's well. That's the blitz I know. And you see Roy walk up and he's like, well, it looks like you guys got a hell of a payday. Um, we're actually, uh, it's the end of our season here, so we're gonna be packing up and hitting the road. Do you ever think of going to Bosch Wash? You know, I know a really good employer. <clears throat> well, if you guys are looking for an escort there, we can certainly take you there for a price. <laughs> you know, we got this fancy new Aerodyne that's a little bit extra on the premium, but it's guaranteed protection. Oh, you got a pilot, huh? I was thinking more of contractor work. All season round. You know, for this new upcoming corporation. Yeah, sure. Why not? Upcoming corporation? Yeah. Let's just call it the Enigma. It's got a ring to it. 
All right. Where are we going? Bosh wash. And with that, we see our heroes mount up and help all the nomads pack in their vehicles. And they all hit the road in a giant dust cloud rolling down the east to the east to Boss Wash. And Blitz never said I love you, Fire. He never did, no. And six months later, we flash forward to see our intrepid Quadro. <laughs> They've got a their own small corporation started out in the uh, east coast of Boswash. Security firm. <laughs> what are they doing exactly? Blitz, we'll start with you. <clears throat> okay. So, Arasaka is talking of invading the mainland again. Should we send a sec team over to deal with that? Fuck no. President Lacerate, what do you think? President? Yeah, what's Lacerate doing? Does he stick with them or does he go his own way now that he has 200 million eddies? Underground medical facility. <laughs> He's in charge of tech and medical. Tech and medical. I do see like a ton of cryo tanks. <laughs> and I've built like the most securest fucking architecture. Yeah, oh. Like in fucking security systems. Mm. I do and have some, I have a room full of kibble. I have some pants. <laughs> Gross. I have some panther drones. Ah. What is uh? What is our uh? Whatever she pays me to do, Whatever she answers she, the phones. No. She, well, she'll help me build up the security. Okay. And we fucking blitz. This what? isn't where the paperwork goes. Oh, can I eat my kibble and fish? No, the, ah, damn it, blitz. We fade out of that scene, and we fade up. To see a corporate plaza. It looks like it's getting dark. There's a blood red rain coming down from the sky. And we see Night City SWAT teams surrounding the buildings. And as well as a psycho squad kicking the door in of a pick one particular building that has the address of what was written on Blitz's card that he was giving. They sweep through and in this raid, it was a fight and our heroes see a news article reach them eventually of how Night City took a few losses in a raid but we're able to arrest over 50 members, 50 employees uh, of Militex hiding behind a facade company that they were using to operate in Night City. Their trial is set to commence next month and sentencing um, is predicted to not be light. From there, we scan over to a corporate office and we see Calico working away in some kind of research facility. And she looks up and sees the news story breaking about how Cyprus was getting caught. She gives a slight smirk and goes right back to pretending knowing what she's doing and benefiting off of it. We see Jesse sitting at a bar and as soon as he sees the 
three heroes pop up on screen and start talking about their breaking news. He jumps up and down in excitement and points and says, Hey, that's my girlfriend. That's my girlfriend. (laughs) And our scene fades back to Boss Wash. Where a man steps out of a cab and he takes off this electronic collar that he has around his throat and his face unblurs and his voice um, comes back into being and he opens up and says mom I'm home as we see broadcast finally make it home and get out from under the foot of Militech after they got their hands slapped for operating yeah. in Night City. Good for him. <clears throat> and from there, we just see our heroes bicker at one another over stupid shit as usual. Night City returns back to its normal chaotic state. But as Cypress predicted, in 10 years time, the corporations do take the city back. But that's a story for another time. Thank you all for listening to Cyberpunked. And it's been fantastic. Woo! Bye. Season two next. No. Hey, Chumpadas, it's your referee, Mark. Thanks for jacking in with us today. Please join us next time. Our episodes drop every Sunday. Follow us on Twitter at Cyberpunked1, that's Cyberpunked apostrophe D1, or chat with us on the Robots Radio Discord. Links in the show notes below. Stay chilled, y'all.